I'll go get it. Hello, and welcome to our podcast, Digging Deep. I'm Roberta Walker, and I'm here uh, by myself again. So we'll fill this 20 minutes, 20 or 30 minutes with just me talking. But Michael and I do the landscape, do the, uh, we're both landscape designers and we do digging deep so we could pass on our knowledge and um, all the things we've been through over the years and creating landscapes, dealing with contractors, uh, watching gardens grow, seeing what grows, what doesn't grow, etc. So anyway, but today it's just me and I wanted to talk about something really, really important. It's been very important in my life. And um, I'm going to name this series, Stop and Smell the Roses. I believe that quote came from Shakespeare. And what it means very clearly is to stop. Stop and smell the roses. Stop and look around you and notice what's around you. I know that in my life, I get so busy, so busy. In fact, I worked all weekend last weekend and that made a seven-day work week. And the week before that, it was six days. And pretty soon, I'm just out of energy. I'm completely gone. And yet, I love what I do. But designing gardens, loving gardens, and being exhausted, it just doesn't work. So I promised myself that I would not work this weekend, just enjoy. And as I was sitting out in my beautiful garden in a comfortable chair, reading a book, listening to the fountain, the sound of the fountain, feeling the little breeze, watching my cats come in and sit in that space. It's really something meditative and it's really something rejuvenating as well. Just to stop, stop with the computer, stop with the social media, stop with the you know, the telephone or stop with the anxiety about what you're going to do next and really be present. And I'm saying this because it's my it's what I like to tell myself as well because lately I have not stopped and and I will say that um in the beginning of my career this is over 20 years ago I remember stopping at one point just stopping whatever I was doing and I went outside and I was feeling the breeze and watching the leaves kind of turn with the wind as the wind came through and I had this idea that um, perhaps the wind was bringing a, a message maybe the wind that we just take for granted oh the breeze is up the wind but maybe it's carrying information to the trees and the leaves like maybe you know a storm is coming or it's going to be warm the next day but it seems like from that time forward as I stopped and listened in nature Things started to change in my life, and the birth of my career followed. So I am looking at a, a website regarding healing gardens. Now, a healing garden um, is really being in nature, but your landscape can be a healing garden as well. You don't have to plant anything in particular that will make it more healing. What you need to do is create a space that you feel peaceful in. That's what Michael and I generally are here to impart, how to do that. And um, it doesn't take a whole lot, and you don't need a massive budget. You just need to surround yourself in an area that feels comfortable, comfortable chair. It doesn't matter if you have a balcony, you know, out, out your apartment. 
you can make that into something comfortable, something where you feel rejuvenates you, you know, just to have that, that quiet space. So anyway, uh, the term healing garden applies to green spaces. A lot of hospitals now have healing gardens. And basically, um, they're saying that it improves health of their patients. There's, um, they call it a place of refuge, and, and, and it does promote healing. And for the families of the patients, the patients, and the staff. So a healing garden, whether it's in a hospital or in your yard, is basically a place that you can go. In, in hospitals, it's a place not just for the patient, but for their families and also for the staff. Imagine working in these hospitals and dealing with crisis and heartache um, day in and day out and how wearing that is. And then our lives. This, this year, this last couple of years with COVID, it's been difficult. There's been COVID, there have been fires, there have been all kinds of changes. So how often, ask yourself, how often do you actually slip into the garden and just listen, just relax, just read a book? So healing gardens or your landscape, they say, according to these, uh, there's, there's two experts in the field, Claire Cooper Marcus and Marnie Barnes. And they promote these healing gardens because here's what they found. Number one, they found that with patients, there's a relief from symptoms. Number two, stress reduction. Number three, improvement and overall sense of well-being and hopefulness. And they attribute this to the very fact that we are products of nature, our bodies. Our bodies are made of nature, and there's a fundamental connection between nature and us. Of course, there's more than that. But when we go out into nature, all of a sudden we're feeling more grounded, more a part of the whole. And it's so important to take time to do this. And it's also very important to use the space that you have, whatever that space is. But too often we get too busy to address the landscape. It's just something outside that needs work, needs to be mown, needs the irrigation fix, on and on and on. But if you take time and you can look on Pinterest, you can look on House, you can look in magazines and start to get an idea of something that would work for you. How it could easily work to transform even a small part of your garden that you could call your serenity garden or a place where you could sit and smell the roses. You don't have to plant roses, but you certainly can. There are many plants that have scents. There's jasmine and roses and Oh, angel trumpets. There's many, many varieties of plants that have scents, but it doesn't have to be something scented. It could just be something calming and peaceful. And having a little water feature, you could buy something for $25 and plug it in. <laughs> and then you have the sound of water right on your little table. Obviously, that's not something that would probably go through the weather, but um, what I'm saying is it doesn't cost a lot to create a space like this. And um, I think it's so important. I've always told people that I've, I've never needed to hire a therapist because I have a garden. And when things get really stressed, I just go out to the garden and all of a sudden I could start to breathe again. Notice how often you're holding your breath just to get from point A to point B. I feel like I've been holding my breath all summer long just to get through the 100 degree weather. And now where we are in Northern California, it's finally 
starting to go into the 70s and fall is reality. In the middle of summer, I'm here to tell you when it's over 100, it's like we're in hell and it'll never end. At least that's my thinking. But then I work outside. If you don't work outside, it might be a, a different experience. Now, another way that you can um, stop and smell the roses or you could stop and refresh is to take a walk in nature. It doesn't have to be your landscape. Here in Sacramento, we have the American River, we have the Sacramento River, and we have a bike trail that's 27 miles long. And just walking along the river, stopping, we have benches. You could stop, you could watch the waterfowl, you could just watch the river flow. That's huge, huge as far as finding peace again. So it doesn't have to be, like I said, your landscape. You know, you could just go out in nature, but very often nature isn't that close by or you have to drive there and then there's traffic and then by the time you get there, you're frustrated. So think about creating something in your garden that's relaxing. I have many clients that after their landscapes have gone in, everything changed for them. From a place that nobody went to and actually they didn't even keep the curtains open because every time they looked out it was stressful because it was ugly and it needed work now after the work was done it's a whole new life for them and it's a whole new place to live because they've created an outdoor room so at this point in my career for over 23 years 24 years um i've created oh gosh over 1500 landscapes and as I said, I love designing, and it's been a good living for me. But more than that, more than income, it's the feedback I get from my clients when they tell me what their gardens mean to them, how they love their garden, how I get um, texted pictures of the fall gardens or the spring gardens. It literally makes the hair stand up on my arm because for me, being able to serve in this way to bring beauty is the most important thing to me. And yes, I make a good income and I love that. I've spent enough years raising a child, being a starving artist. That was years ago. When I got into landscape design, it was a perfect match for me. And all along the way, the, the most rewarding part has been the transformation I've been able to affect with my clients. Because when you bring beauty, when you bring a place of peace that people can be in, you own it. It's your space. And for me, that's so rewarding. So I want to urge you to start looking at your garden as some place that you can relax and just find peace. And yeah, your garden can also play, be a place where you entertain, where you cook, where the kids can swim, where you can play bocce ball or horseshoes or anything like that. Your garden can be so many things, but don't neglect the part of just having a place to be quiet. And it could be a place where the kids aren't allowed. <laughs> you know, it could be that private place, you know, just like when you're in your bathroom, nobody's allowed to bug you. Well, you could have a place in the garden like that too. When, uh, when mom or dad are in the garden in that place, gotta leave them alone. Anyway, so getting back to the, uh, well, getting to the design aspect of that. Again, I said it doesn't need to be any particular size. In fact, um, having a really large garden is you'll have to carve out a space where you don't feel so open. You want to kind of enclose yourself a little bit, either with shrubs or um, or standing uh, screens. I was recently at... Um, 
a little store called Amy Hardware. It's on the corner of El Camino and Watt here in Sacramento. And um, actually, that's a Ace Hardware that started in the late 1800s. However, it's gone through many iterations. And attached, they have the Amy Casual Living. Um, and there are other stores, Green Acres, that carry furniture as well. But what they're selling are prefab standing screens with horizontal wood slats. Now, I design these in all the time because not only can they create a room instantly, but you could also create vertical gardens on them as well. And if you don't want to spend the money that those cost, consider taking wood pallets and affixing them to posts, staining them, maybe put metal gutters on them, drill the bottles, bottoms of those metal gutters and put soil and plants, run drip tubes up the back, and you have a vertical garden. And a space that had nothing before now has some screening and privacy, some enclosure, a vertical garden. And um, I don't know what kind of space you have below, whether it's just dirt. Um, something that are inexpensive are these um, teak or plastic tiles that connect together. They're about 18 inches, 12 inches to 18 inch squares that clip together. So you can make yourself your own little patio, even if it's just dirt. Or it could be decomposed granite, or it could be crushed rock, or it could stay dirt. But these are things that you could do easily, inexpensively. You could buy yourself an outdoor rug. Pier 1, um, that's cost plus, sorry, Pier 1's gone. Cost plus, some of the other places, you could get these outdoor rugs. And right now is a perfect time to buy things because everything's going on sale. They're going to start getting rid of, well, they've already started getting rid of their summer stuff. So this is the time you could pick up some bargains and you could create this space for yourself. Just make sure whatever you buy can weather the weather because we are hoping to get rain here at <laughs> some point in Northern California. And um, uh, you don't have to buy expensive furniture. You could buy, you know, what's on sale. You don't have to buy expensive covers for that. I use, uh, I, I buy rolls of plastic in the painting department and I cover everything that way. What it becomes for my outdoor cats, they're little solar rooms. They love it. You know, I put them over the chairs and the furniture and they go up in there and they stay nice and warm. It's their own little conservatory. They're plastic sunrooms. So it's these are easy things to do. And um, a water feature. Now, any water feature is going to take electricity. So you got to have a plug somewhere outside their GFI switches. You could get something solar, but never have I found any little solar bird bath or water feature that worked for any length of time. I just, again, here it was so hot. I just bought this little, I was worried that the, the birds and the butterflies didn't have enough water to drink while it was over a hundred. So I bought this little shallow bird bath and I hung it up on a hook and I put a little solar fountain in there, but our heat was so extreme that it kept the water evaporated so quickly and this, and the little pump just burned out. So there it went 35 bucks. But I'm always trying <laughs> something new, but this is what I want to pass on to you. I don't want you to spend money on things that may not work. So if you don't have um, a regular 110 outlet in the backyard that you can easily hook into, um, you're not going to have water that lasts for any length of time. But anyway, it's just an idea. You don't have to have the sound of water. There's also fire. You could have a fire pit with a little propane tank, or they make these tabletop fires that um, have, they burn on alcohol, a very clear alcohol. I'm sure it call, it's called something else, but anyway, it's alcohol-based. 
So you could create this space and now more than ever, it's time to find a place to relax, unwind and get quiet and listen to nature. Let nature fill you. All you have to do is sit and be quiet and be open to receiving whatever, a breeze, a butterfly, the sound of birds. But I'm here to tell you it's going to make a huge difference in your life. You don't have to spend 20000 30000 40 and up. You don't. You just have to create a space that feels good to you. And you could recycle whatever you need. Just recently, my clients, a mother and daughter, went and bought all these old, I, maybe it was from a, I forgot what she told me, if it was an old office building or the state, they were getting rid of all these tall file cabinets. So they bought a whole bunch, they drilled holes in the bottom, they laid them on their the backside, filled them with soil, and made planters, metal planters. Michael's always talking about buying galvanized troughs. Well, I'm here to tell you, these are a lot cheaper. And you could paint them any different color and run drip lines. So, you know, you could surround your little space with old file cabinets on their backside. You know, they're, I don't know, they're about four feet long, two feet wide. And then you can paint them, take the drawers out, drill the bottom, plant them with beautiful plants. You could put trellises in them and have vines grow up the back. And all of a sudden, you've created a quiet, private, screened off place for yourself. So I just wanted to impart that because I usually like to talk about um, what I do. And these last, I don't know, year and a half has been extremely stressful. Not, not because, well, COVID's been stressful and the fires have been stressful. But the most stressful thing for me is trying to be there for so many clients and and create gardens for them and then have them installed and so on and so forth. So I've gotten to the point where I've just worked myself to the point where I need to relax in the garden. And I literally kicked myself out of the office and spent time just sitting in the garden, reading a book. When's the last time I did that? I don't, I don't even remember. So this is what I want to pass on to you because my dream and hopes is to create beauty and peace and whatever we can do in that realm to meet our day-to-day requirements, our children, our families, our community peacefully. So I'm Roberta Walker and this session of Digging Deep was all about relaxing and creating a little sacred space. And as I mentioned, it's called Stop and Smell the Roses or smell whatever smells good outside around you. Thank you for joining me. And next week, Michael will be back and we'll be talking about something else that has to do with the garden. Cheers. <laughs>